This is The After Party, live with Jim McAllister and John Daly. Well, 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 happy Thursday. Happy Thursday Thursday to you. you. I'm wearing one blue. I'm wearing one of the blues. Are you wearing like a a green or a... This is a turquoise. It's also a blue. And then my shirt underneath is also teal. So I'm like bluish as well. Is turquoise considered blue? A bluish green. Like sea foam? So when you look at the ocean, do you see turquoise? Yes, you do. Not specifically. Well, it's just kind of like a, I don't know. It's that light green blue of ocean water. Mm. Yeah. Like you wouldn't call that blue. Right. I wouldn't call this blue. Mm-mm. No. No. This yeah. is It's it's a blue or green. I don't know. Yeah. But you know what? Uh it it's oceany. So I'm Well, I'm, I'm down. wearing a blue for you because it's um it's it's what you like. You like all the blues. I like all the blues. Bring me all the blues. Ooh. <laughs> that you didn't get a ding at a proper level. No. There, you there you go. Welcome well, to the after party live. Yeah, I welcome do, to after party live. I do want to say that it is. Did you see on Mark Thompson's show? We learned today. I learned that it is Ms. Organic's birthday. Yes, it is. Happy birthday! Not only did I hear that, I made a note. It's in the doc. Oh, it's official. Look at that. Happy birthday, Ms. Organic. Fifty. It's a big birthday. Fifty years old. Yeah. Do you want to tell us more about the age fifty? No, I don't really want to have to say anything about the age of 50, but it's a great milestone and happy birthday if Miss Organic is around. Happy, happy, happy birthday. I hope yes. you have a great, great birthday. And also, I read in an earlier chat um, on the Mark Thompson show that Marilyn just turned 91 wow. on Sunday. I think she said Sunday. So if Marilyn is around, happy, happy Super Bowl b- birthday, belated to birthday to Marilyn as well. So we have a 91. We have a 50. Happy birthday. I love to celebrate these things. Awesome. Very nice. Yeah. Um, uh, quickly, I want to make a note. So, you know, we we cut out parts of the show and we make them separate videos. Yeah. And sometimes they get demonetized. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I always contest them because, <laughs> I mean, come on. We got to get paid, right? Yeah. We got to get paid. So Even I, if it is I, only 25 cents. <laughs> yeah. Not even that. Um, <laughs> maybe 10 cents. Anyway, I, I challenged one. And this is the email we received after um, after a review. This is a memo from YouTube. Hi, the After Party Live. Great news! Exclamation mark. After manually reviewing your video, we've determined that it is suitable for all advertisers. Video in question? Quote, thong protesters bear their bums in opposition to calls for G-string ban. (laughs) Quote, sincerely, the YouTube team. This is my fault. I did that story. That was me. Thank you for contesting it. Awesome. Yeah. So we uh, we'll get our five to ten cents, uh, but you know what? You got to stand your ground, and that's did, where I stand my ground. Did you see the other day this um, this plane crash in Half Moon Bay? Yeah, this is the guy who was like, I didn't know he was like he's homeless, but he knows how to fly planes. He's a transient, apparently from Florida, which is where he learned how to fly a plane in Florida. And he apparently stole this plane. Well, he's quite transient, actually. Yeah. He I guess stole... that is the appropriate term. Allegedly stole this plane. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I think we have him on camera. Well, he hasn't been convicted, but yeah. And then crash landed it, uh, set it down on this beach in Half Moon Bay. So there it is, kind of, you know, came down on its nose. I like the Sheriff Dune Buggy. Isn't that cool? But it is a $150,000 plane and it they say it wasn't very damaged so it looks like everything's going to be okay with the plane but we do have more information about (laughs) what happened and who is responsible for this whole situation probably the guy flying the plane i imagine as as you mentioned the guy is a transient right now we have a motive for why he took the plane. His name is Luis Gustavo Eres. Alleged he, motive, right? He doesn't go by that name. We don't have name. to believe him either. No, <laughs> he goes by the name Sunrock. That's what yeah, his name I, is. Sunrock. Yeah, your credibility is going down. Sunrock. <laughs> Sunrock, right? Uh, told investigators that he took the plane to show the government that airports lack proper security. Right. Uh huh. That's convenient. So he took the plane to say. You need to do better on security. So he slips through a gap in the perimeter fence at the airport in Palo Alto. He was able to start this 1960s American champion plane without a key and take off. 
And then that after, seems to be one of the security risks here. Yeah, no key. And then after going on like the joyride, key, a little hide a key under the plane. Yeah, and the, the landing they say was relatively smooth. Yeah, on the John beach. says he knew how to take off, didn't know how to as much how to land. But I mean, <laughs> considering, I mean, have you seen their professional pilots? Uh, that that other plane crashed, right? Yeah. The, the people died. Uh, this guy's not really a pilot. I guess well, he I learned how to fly, but when you come down, your your wheels would probably sink in the sand. Maybe that's yeah, why. Yeah, I mean, as long like as you that. don't hit, as long as you don't, you know, hit something and you come down very gently. No, there were people on the beach when he landed that that plane there. Nobody was hurt though. Um, and then he, didn't he crashed again, on the freeway like that other plane in I know. Florida. So he hops out of the plane and and wanders down the beach where he's arrested a short time later. Yeah. And, he's a considerate plane thief. Now he took it down on the beach. There's no, I've never seen anything like this, but the sheriff did say, been doing this almost 20 years, and this is a first for me. Mm. So I yeah, just I thought that so. the motive was funny. I just wanted to show them they needed better security. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I, I feel like you were kind of like on the receiving end today. So initially I was going to I was going to cut some video uh, as uh, and uh, take issue with something you said today. But what you did a I very good job on the Nikki Maduro show, except oh. for the part uh -oh. where you kind of like splat all over my opinion. Uh, JT, JT had said that I agree with John and what he said yesterday about the shooting and how um our, pol our politicians shouldn't be taking money from the gun industry. And you said, John who? John John Rothman? Oh, John Rothman made a comment? Who's well, John? I have no idea. I don't know any John. There's a lot of no Johns, Johns in my life. You need to specify, which is why usually when I refer well, to Johns you. Well, Johns who took who made comments I about the shooting yesterday. John Daly. Yes. You're Sometimes right. I feel like you don't even listen to me. But oh, then Jesus. you said it was a pie in the sky idea. And that's, that hurt. <laughs> that <laughs> trying to face well, government corruption and calling for something to be no, done is pie no, in the sky this is how this dare is a, you kim this is america i'm sorry but it's the damage is done and the nra is not going to stop giving so money you're going to give up you're going to give up on your children the people that the future generations kim you're just going to throw it all away the people that that give the money and the people that take the money are the people that make the rules did the, the people, people that, living in the 13 colonies give up on their dream to create so a new country? Do you think the people that are getting gazillions of dollars are going to want to change the rules to say we get nothing? Well, there has to be public pressure, just like every time that something okay. uh, politicians are forced to do something, you have to have an uprising. And that's why I think that we have to have a, a super PAC that is funded by us that is for what we need. Play their own game. You know, Bernie Sanders could get elected on $30 from people and he had huge numbers. Uh, it has it takes focus but we we can't just give up you know you're gonna okay. give up on your kids and the grandkids and future generations i don't want how dare to. you say pie in the sky this pie <laughs> is on the ground and it is apple pie kim because i'm american anyway. oh okay you imagine well, i was gonna i was gonna like actually cut the video and and, oh, and, and show the exhibits yeah. but i felt like you were that would be piling on and uh after yeah. watching you know the last couple hours i didn't want to pile on yeah you made so many so many apologies. I did have to make so a lot. Let me apologize for the. Th <laughs> was this my third or fourth apology? I apologize to the after party live community. No, you don't I have apologize to, to the John Daly Daily fan base. Uh, that'll take too long. Just you know, uh, let your hair down and uh, let's talk Lord. about dogs and let's animals. Talk about dogs. Let's talk about this old girl. She's re uh, old. Who are you calling old? <laughs> she's what is with you with your ages? Comments she must today. Be at least fifty. No, she's pulled from a, a sinkhole. What? Aww. Yeah. That's a sinkhole? Yeah, this poor guy or girl. Wow. Yeah. That's a sinkhole? That looks like a very... It's a little one. Uniform cut sinkhole. Mm -hmm. It looks like they're drilling for a well or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was in Southern California. Um, and uh, firefighters were called to rescue this elderly dog who was trapped in a sinkhole in Hesperia. You know where that is. The yeah. canine identified as Janie. So it looks like it's a, it's a girl dog. A woman dog um, uh, was discovered in the front yard of a residence approximately 15 feet deep. The owner told officials how he found Janie in the morning and was concerned that the elderly dog uh, may have been in the hole overnight. Firefighter crews uh, said Janie was in good spirits and active at the bottom of the hole when they arrived. The crew determined the hole was safe to enter and decided to use a ladder to climb down. Firefighter was then able to scoop up the grateful canine and reunite her with her grateful owner. That's that nice. is an insane sinkhole. Like, that is very deep for your front yard. What's going on? The pipe must have broken. 
broken, but like, how do you wash out that much dirt that quickly? You know, and it's not messy. It's like, it looks like it was cut, doesn't it? Yeah. Like it was a well or something. Anyway. Um, Let's move to these two baby seals. They were both rescued from different roads on Prince Edward Island. So they're not old. They're they're babies. (laughs) Baby seals. Yeah. Uh, It happened on the same day, though, and the Royal Canadian Mounted Police kept getting uh, several calls about something going on on Route 18A, wandering seal in the roadway. Uh Uh-oh. So... uh, (laughs) Is that a police code? Yeah. (laughs) Wandering seal in the the roadway? Wandering seal in the roadway. Roger. Roger that. Yeah. WS, wandering seal. (laughs) Uh, So the little baby seal waddled onto the road where... They say it proceeded to engage in a game of why did the seal try to cross the roadway during rush hour. It was oh. agitated and uncooperative, uncooperative, but the officers came, they escorted it out of the roadway and then back to its natural habitat. Then, a couple hours later, they have reports of another baby seal wandering on Route 107 in the Beach Point area. Oh, yeah. So now they know what they're doing because they've already yeah. had to do it once a day, right? Yeah, they yeah, get yeah. experienced seal wranglers out there and they take this seal to a more suitable location as well. So they say the seals were just looking for a ride to the beach, is what they think was happening there. <laughs> hey, but, dude, <laughs> um, you headed to the beach because that's kind of our jam. Just yeah, lay on not, the roadway and they'll come get you. And take we're not you right big there. on this whole like uh, yeah. asphalt thing. Kind of a, it's a bummer, dude. Poor baby seals. Yeah. But both were rescued. Both are back where they need to be. Well yeah. done. Uh, Pauline saying, John is spicy today. Yeah, you <laughs> are. <laughs> I felt that was actually the muted, um, nice version. Oh. Uh, but, you know. I don't you did a great that. job filling in for uh, Nikki. Oh, thanks. I appreciate yeah. that. It's really hard when it's just there's no one to talk to. Yeah. Like you're just reading. Well, I have yeah. everyone in the chat. There's Yeah, my... but most people can't make that interesting at all. Oh. interactive and uh and some people just ignore you know others you know so you did a great job are I think you saying you did a great i job. ignore you i don't ignore you no 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 oh, okay. i'm just making a general comment about <laughs> oh. talk show hosts like i've worked with a lot oh. of talk show hosts i don't know mm-hmm. if you know that yeah, some of I them do. just uh, don't really take feedback from the audience or otherwise but moving on oh uh, wait before <laughs> we move on west theory five dollars super sticker you don't you, ignore west. people You're very we good need it so we appreciate that yeah. really really thank you yeah, Kim actually sends an email, a thank you email, to everyone who contributes um, by PayPal, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought that was a good idea because she's better at writing thank yous than I am. I'm just as appreciative, but I know you oh, want a nice letter from Kim. Something I do well. Look at that. I, I compliment <laughs> you all the time. Remember, I'm your number one fan, number one supporter. Victory. That's why the show exists because I wanted oh. it to be. I wanted it to be in existence. Um, next up, moving on, yeah. uh, a coyote. This is a coyote rescued after getting its head stuck in a statue, this poor thing. Oh, my God, look at that. Yeah. uh, Animal rescuers Uh, in Wisconsin, oh, don't you know, came to the assistance of an adult coyote that ended up with its head stuck inside a hollow statue. The Wildlife in Need Center in, oh, here we go, Oconomowoc. 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 Yeah. Kind of sounds like economy. Oconomowoc said on social media that the coyote was seen dragging the large statue through oh, the no. snow and was captured with help from the Humane Animal Welfare Society, otherwise known as Haas. The female coyote was sedated with her head and her head was removed from the inside of the statue. And they ironically, it ironically turned out to be a statue of St. Francis, the patron saint oh. of animals. <laughs> the coyote dubbed Franny was treated for soft tissue injuries and was successfully returned to the wild. Um, so Franny is okay. She was examined. Check that out. And uh, look at her. Franny's Franny's okay. Oh. Doing well. Yeah. Don't like to see that, but that's that's uh, that's funny. Better than the alternative, right? Head stuck. <laughs> that's what I said earlier. <laughs> uh, anonymous with five dollars. Thank you for existing. Thank, Thank you, you, anonymous. you for existing. Anonymous. Thank you for ex- existing. Even if we don't know your true identity, you exist yes. and you are seen and you are heard. Absolutely. Well, one more animal story for you guys. This is about a 34-year-old wombat at a Japanese zoo. It turns out this is the oldest wombat ever. Wow. I don't mean right now. I mean, so this is a significant birthday ever. for a wombat. This is a significant milestone for this wombat, this old wombat. 
34 years old. It is the oldest member of his species on record. The Guinness Book of World Records says Wayne, W-A-I-N, Wayne, a wombat at the Saskuyama Zoo in Aikida was rescued. Wait, wait, wait. It's in Ikea? Aikida, I-K-E-D-A, or Aikida, I don't know, Aikida. It was rescued from his mother's pouch after she was hit by a car in November of 1989. So they they know exactly when Wayne was born, making him at least 34 years and 100 days old, possibly as old as 35, if estimates placing his birth date in January of 1989 are correct. Uh-huh. The previous record holder for the oldest wombat in captivity ever was named Patrick. And Patrick was at least 30 years old and 30 years and 200 days old when he died at an, a zoo in Australia. Wombats average lifespan 5 to 15 years. So oh, having wow. one that's 30 yeah. years old, Older that's than, a big uh, deal. Uh, born but, before the Loma Prieta quake. If um, That's true. But if the wombat is in captivity they've been known to live into their 20s. So they're calling Wayne a miraculous wombat. They say his long lifespan can be attributed to a low-stress kind of lifestyle. This story's significant. Look at him right here. He's like, oh, yeah, it's the good stuff. He's like, could you cut up my greens? Yeah, are they organic? I would like organic greens. Thank you. This story's significant to me because my (laughs) son's basketball team is named the Combat Wombats. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Go combat wombats and go Wayne at 34 years old. That sounds more old. stressful than uh, Wayne's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're life. in combat. Wayne's just kicking it and eating some snacks. I guess you can call him Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Lil yeah. Wayne and the snack patrol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> very cute. You know what was not cute? Do you remember uh, this lady? Yes. Notorious race faker. I like the New York Post is calling her. She's a white lady, but she pretended to be black. Yeah, and it's is it pronounced Dolazol? Rachel Dolazol. Yes, I do pronounce that way. And she wasn't didn't she was heading the NAACP in like Seattle or something when she was found out like that. Yeah, Yeah. and they're like, uh, no, just because your hair is curly doesn't mean you're black. Um, Weird. And to to think you get away with that, it's so strange. Mm -hmm. Well, she's back in the news. She loses an elementary school teaching job. It's also disturbing that she was an elementary school teacher. Yeah. Well. After the district learns about... You ready for the Mad Libs entry here? She was let go after the district found out about her OnlyFans account. Oh, Rachel. Oh, yes, that's right. Because you know what? When you you had a controversial life, uh, you know, and you uh, want to stay out of the public uh, limelight, mm-hmm. Uh yeah, that's what you do. Infamous race faker and, yeah, and you're right, former NAACP chapter president mm-hmm. Rachel Dolezal lost her job at an Arizona elementary school after the district learned about the OnlyFans account. Dolezal, who's now going by the name, would you say Nikchi? N-K-E-C-H-I. Nikchi? Nikchi? Maybe somebody knows. Diallo. If you didn't want to bring attention to yourself, I'd probably, like, pick a name smith would have been fine (laughs) more anonymous like a name like al anonymous um she came under fire on tuesday uh following reports that the catalina foothills school district teacher had a OnlyFans page listed on her social media account that appeared to be operated by her um according to news force to uh news four in tucson she allegedly was making 19 dollars an hour in her teaching job really Mm. wow you could make more. You could make more as like a minimum wage employee in radio here in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, while she was also selling, con- that's sad. While also selling mm-hmm. content on OnlyFans for nine ninety nine a month, Julie uh, Fabrek, the district's director of alumni and Cl- community relations, said in a statement that Diallo's posts are contrary to our district's use of social media by district employees policy, and our staff staff's ethics policy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy, isn't it? Heather says, I can't believe they fired her during Black History Month. That's some nerve. (laughs) Heather for the win. Um, She was hired late, um, I think, last August. Yep. And her contract was expected to run through May 24th. Um, About a month after she was hired, she made a post on her OnlyFans account that received 122 likes, uh, equating to $1,220 for just one photo. Mm. (laughs) Mario says, now she'll have more time to make OnlyFans content. Yeah, she's like, sorry, guys, I'm back. Um, anyway, she was she was a prominent African studies professor in Washington State. 
as well as the the head of the NAACP there in Spokane. Rebecca Courtois, is it Courtois? Courtois? For her heart, for whatever reason, draws her to claiming she's African-American. In spite of false identifying, she's never been accused of teaching incorrect African-American history. So there's that. Yeah, but you can't steal. That's like stealing valor. You can't steal someone else's struggle, someone else's life, someone else's identity. Mm. You're, you're, that's fraud. That's, that's fraud. The Lady Beatrice says, I get wanting to support social justice, especially when it comes to race, but pretending to be another race to back it is appropriate and appropriation, appropriation and is yeah. just wrong. Yeah. Um, and Lori says, but she's not a certified teacher. That salary is for a paraeducator. Okay. But yeah. still, I mean, to be teaching kids or being around kids and only being paid that at this at this. Um, what did you say? What is she? Nineteen dollars an $19 hour. Nineteen dollars an hour. That's like I think minimum wage in San Francisco either is about that or just surpassed that. Yeah, she yeah. was teaching at the collegiate level when she was fired. I think in Seattle. So yeah, um, yikes. Yeah. Luis writing afternoons are more fun with an after party to go to every day. Thank you, John and Kim. Keep it live. No John and Kim bots, please. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Luis, for the $5 super sticker. Thank you. Much, much appreciated. And thank you for hanging out with us every afternoon. We appreciate it. Thanks to that. you. We don't have yeah. to uh, create OnlyFans accounts. Can we talk for a moment about the, the beads they put out at Mardi Gras? Sure. I had the story and I didn't have any beads, but then Julia went to the my daughter. You definitely they, can't have an OnlyFans account if you don't have uh, beads. No. She went to a Mardi Gras themed fundraiser for the high school jazz band and came Your home. Your kids are very socially active. They Well, yeah, that's what happened. I feel like I was just like on the computer, like a nerd in the corner. Really? The kids are like, I'm doing sports and she's out this and about. Of that. Yeah, between the Combat Wombats and the Santa Rosa Youth Symphony. It's, it's crazy. But so th she came home with the beads. So now I have these plastic beads at my house. Oh, they're, though, they're thrown everywhere after Mardi yeah. Gras in New Orleans. They're on streets. They're hanging from trees. People are, you know, throwing them all over the place because that's what you do. You throw them at people, right? Mm-hmm. It's an environmental disaster. And so now they're looking for green alternatives. Instead of these fistfuls of colorful plastic beads that are being thrown around, um, they say that it's a, a massive daily cleanup during Mardi Gras. It's uh, the post-parade landscape. And that can't be recycled either. The beads are dangling from tree limbs like Spanish moss. They get ground into the mud after, uh, under the feet of passersby. They wash into storm drains and where they only really complicate the efforts to keep this city, which we all know is flood prone, right, dry. Tons of them have been pulled from the aging drainage system in recent years. And those that don't get removed from the drainage system wash through into Lake Pontchartrain the large Gulf of Mexico inlet north of the city. They're a, a threat to fish. They're a threat to wildlife. The waste is becoming the defining characteristic of Mardi Gras. And that's not what anybody wants. So no bueno. now a New Orleans native who grew up catching these beads is heading a nonprofit working to cut out the waste. The, one of the ways that you can make a dent um, is to reuse your old plastic beads. Like, don't throw them. Just reuse the ones that you have, Right. Parade growers, they say, who carry home shopping bags of freshly caught beads um, can donate them to the Ark of New Orleans. They repackage the old ones and resell them to raise money for the services uh, they provide to people with disabilities. The uh, other thing they're looking at is maybe other types of beads. Maybe yeah, Gordon glass, is suggesting glass peas, beads. peas instead of beads. Oh, that might be something interesting. Yeah. Something uh, com compostable. Well, they're trying to look for sustainable items for rider uh, for pa parade riders to throw. So yeah. they're thinking maybe head headbands made of recycled t-shirts, beads made out of paper, uh, acai seeds or recycled glass, wooden yo-yos. There's enough organic waste, like, you know, husks and things that are fibrous. Mm -hmm. They could make something organic. Totally. Uh, packets of locally made coffee could be thrown, but more plastic then, right? Probably. Jambalaya mix, other food items, useful consumable items that won't just take up space in someone's attic or wind up in the lake. One person said, I caught 15 foam footballs at a parade. What am I going to do with another one? Uh, also, 
the plastic beads are often imported from other countries. Of so there's a problem with that as well, right? So they're thinking about what else they can throw. I, I, I don't know. I don't think people are going to wear the headbands. And the beads are kind of now it's synonymous with Mardi Gras. I think maybe the glass, the beads made from recycled glass might be cool. And when you have glass beads, you might not want to throw them out either. Yeah. You yeah. might want to keep them for your OnlyFans account. Yeah. <laughs> well, or not. Anyway, so, that's the scene uh, in New Orleans. That's the scene in New Orleans. We'll, mm-hmm. uh, we'll call up uh, Rachel Dolezal, see if she, yeah. uh, she uh, is interested. Surgery in space. This is cool. Are you ready for this? Tiny yeah. remotely operated robots have completed their first simulated procedure at a space station i like this a tiny surgical robot in residence uh at i don't know where it went to medical school but it's at it's in residence at the international space station and it completed its first surgery demo in zero gravity on saturday developers the technology told cnn exclusively the robot known as space mira m-i-r-a which stands for miniaturized in vivo robotic assistant performs several operations on simulated tissue at the orbiting laboratory which while remotely operated by surgeons from approximately 250 miles away below in Lincoln, Nebraska. The milestone is a step forward in developing technology that could have implications not just for successful long-term space travel, where surgical emergencies could happen, but also for establishing access to medical care in remote areas on Earth. The goal of pushing exploration deep into space includes the possibility of journeys that could take years, right? A round trip to Mars could take about two years to complete, and I can't wait for Elon to get on board. A robotic tool built for space. The robot's only about two pounds, and it's compact. Uh, it's about a microwave, you know, size, and it makes it light a lightweight instrument fit for space travel. Uh, with a portion of the device inserted into the body, perhaps there's some way to get it inside the body, perhaps through injection or some other way uh, to perform the surgery. The tool uses two arms to mimic the movement of a human: the left arm to grasp and the right arm to cut. Um, we hope the AI doesn't take over and you know decide to do other things with that right mm-hmm. <laughs> one arm to grab the other no. to cut uh, the co-founder and chief technology officer at uh, virtual incision uh is, is the head of the startup that created space m-i-r-a mira Pretty that's cool, really right? cool mm-hmm. yeah. yeah stuff of the future i love it yeah love yeah. it can we talk about the blinker wall yeah what is this what the hell wall? is the blinker wall well the blinker wall it doesn't look like much here, but it's significant. It is, they think, the oldest human-made megastructure made by, of course, megastructure. humans. structure At the bottom of the Baltic Sea. Mm-hmm. It's bottom a... of the Baltic Sea. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> it's a stone wall underneath the Baltic Sea. It's made it, of stone. It dates back about 11,000 years to the Stone Age. They found it in 2021, six miles off of Germany's Baltic coast. You can find all of this in the study published February 12th in the Journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Thank you, Mr. Burns. So the Blinker Wall is about a half mile long. It is um, a half mile long uh, along the Bay of Mecklenburg. They found it by accident when a team of scientists from Kiel University in Germany used a multi-beam sonar system from a research vessel. They were trying to study the crust of the seafloor. And here's what they found, the blinker wall. They think that Stone Age hunter-gatherers built it about 11,000 years ago to hunt reindeer. Hunting walls like this, they say, would catch herds of animals more likely to run parallel alongside obstacles instead of jumping over them. About 1,500 stones connected to nearly 300 bigger boulders that make up the blinker wall are aligned so regularly that the possibility of the arrangement of stones that form naturally along the seafloor seems very unlikely. All right. So they're pretty sure humans made this. So more scientists come out from the Leibniz Institute for Baltic Sea Research, Warnemund, Warnemund, I don't say it right, Uh, from Kiel University, the Center for Baltic and Scandinavian Archaeology. The German Aerospace Center folks come out. The Alfred Wegener Institute folks come out uh, and on and on it goes. And they create this detailed 3D model of the wall. 
They also used modern geophysical models to reconstruct what the landscape would have looked like thousands of years ago. Sediment samples from the basin, uh, just south of the wall, helped them narrow down the possible time period when it was this built. This is sounding like Game of Thrones now. Mm-hmm. It's first known discovery of a Stone Age hunting structure in the Baltic Sea region. And here's what they say. Our investigations indicate that a natural origin of the underwater stone wall, as well as a construction in modern times, for instance, in connection with a submarine cable laying or stone harvesting are not very likely. The uh, methodical arrangement of many small stones that connect the large non-movable boulders speaks against this. So uh, it's unlikely possibility that a natural process built this wall it could only have, have been processes, built protocols and standards back then that's right they say it only could have been built when the landscape was still not flooded by the baltic sea at this this time the entire population across northern europe was likely below 5000 people one of their main food sources were herds of reindeer which migrated seasonally through the sparsely vegetated post glacial landscape the wall was probably used to guide the reindeer into a bottleneck between the adjacent lake shore and the wall, or even into the lake, where then Stone Age hunters could kill them more easily with their weapons. Oh, man. I'm glad yeah. Santa, like, rescued them. It's you know, the blinker got Rudolph Got mm-hmm. Rudolph involved, got them out of there, you know, taught them how to fly. It's so interesting when they come, They you know, they just accidentally find something like this, and then it opens up a whole new field of study about stories from long ago yeah very cool yeah. very cool yeah okay i think it's time to take a break uh we want to stay on yeah we want to stay on uh, schedule i know people okay. are excited about trivia and they uh, are trying to fit in i know sandy said she's trying to fit in trivia with her work and work keeps getting in the way uh, okay Thursday. we'll get to it then we'll yeah. get to it um but we will take a break and after the break we'll have more crazy stories i got a story about kiwis that can boost your mood in just a, a few days i like that isn't that interesting i also have a story about hearing and maybe a what? fix for people that can't hear very well. You know oh. what, John Daly? Why I oughta. Hey, everybody. It's your friend Satan. Love me or hate me, the After Party Live is underwritten by our audience. And without you, this show wouldn't be possible. If you could contribute $10, 15 dollars $20, $666, it would keep this party very, very hot and heavy. Any dollar amount is appreciated and it all adds up, isn't that the truth? The PayPal link can be found in the About section of the YouTube channel or at the bottom of the show description. I know what you're thinking, why should I be tempted by the devil, but come on guys, it's not like I'm asking you for your soul. <laughs> A party where you don't even have to leave the house. You could be naked for all we care. The After Party, live. Love it. Uh, who doesn't want to donate to Satan? Thank you. I was to able our... to sneeze in the final seconds oh, of that break. Perfect. Um, I'm so proud of myself. Oh, sneeze. <laughs> I have a question uh, get about it out, get sneezes it out, get it coming out. up. Uh, thank you to our new contributor, Lisa N. Lisa, yes, welcome Lisa. to the After Party Live. Thank you for your contribution. And ongoing contributors, Laura W., Sarah K., and Flo G. You guys are so appreciated and so loved. We appreciate you. your flow. Yeah. Uh, and thank you, yeah. Lisa, Laura, Sarah, and Flo. And then we want to thank our super um, chat people. Super chat. West T. West with $5. T. Yeah, Al Anonymous. Florida. Hello, Al $5. And then Luis with $5. Luis. Thank you, guys. Couldn't Al, do it without you. Thank you, you guys. Yep, yep. Um, why don't we do these two stories, and then we'll get to trivia. Does Sounds that sound good. Like plan? Rock on, okay. friend. Yeah, we'll do it. Okay, this next story is about kiwis. I found this kind of interesting. Uh, mm. Maybe you'll agree. Maybe you'll disagree. This is from Dunedin, um, New Zealand. Imagine discovering a simple, delicious way to enhance your mood. It is funny that this is from New Zealand because mm-hmm. they're called kiwis, right? Uh, there is a there could be a delicious uh, way to enhance your mood, energy, and overall well-being. Recent research leveraging the power of technology and na- uh, natural nutrition has just uncovered that kiwi fruit has been identified as a potent mood enhancer capable of providing a significant uplift in spirits within four days. Wait, so you eat the kiwi and four days later you're happy? Woohoo! According to recent <laughs> research, this soft green fruit stands out for its high vitamin C content, of course, oh. previously linked to enhanced mood. How much Vitality, do you have to eat? Um, 
we're we're gonna get there. I think. Oh, no questions. Yeah. No questions till after the presentation. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, Kim. <laughs> Jesus Christ again. Uh, <laughs> previously linked to enhanced mood, vitality, well-being, and reduced depression symptoms. Mm. Researchers at the University of Otago in New Zealand aim to determine the speed of mood improvement following the consumption of vitamin C supplements or whole food sources like a kiwi. In the eight-week study involving 155 adults with low vitamin C levels, participants were divided into groups either receiving the vitamin C supplement, a placebo, or two kiwi fruits every day. Then they reported on various aspects of their well-being through their smartphone. Um, kiwi fruit swiftly improved participants' vitality and mood with notable effect uh, within four days, peaking at around two weeks. Vitamin C tablets also had a positive impact, albeit more modest. This points to the potential of kiwi fruit, rich in vitamin C and other nutrients, to serve as a powerful ally in enhancing your mental well-being. I think I'm going to start buying kiwi. It's great for people to know that small changes in their diet, like adding kiwi fruit, could make a difference in the way that they feel every day, according to the um, co-author. The use of intensive smartphone surveys offers a real-time understanding of the day-to-day changes of mood. Right. So Mm kiwi is not just about vitamin C. It's a package of multiple nutrients that collectively contribute to its mood boosting effects. The uh, study suggests that the combination of vitamin C with dietary fiber, right, folate and other compounds in kiwi plays a role in its efficacy. That's like a lot of things in um, nutrition. Like if you you need the fiber, right, it kind of helps absorb and and move things along. Right. Fiber. Good. Uh, This helps us see that what we eat can have a relatively fast impact on how we feel. Our uh, participants had relatively good mental health to begin with, so uh, had little room for improvement, but still reported the benefits of kiwi fruit or vitamin C intervention. So um, it's it's just a kind of a reminder: eating healthy, right? It you are your food. You you're the food that you supply your body with, right? You are what um, you eat. Yeah, <laughs> to put it more concisely. Yeah, I yeah, like exactly. a kiwi. Kiwis are good. Yeah. So um, speaking of health, though, you know, I have a hearing problem and it's from wearing headphones in radio mm-hmm. for 20 years. Music radio, news radio, what have you. Traffic and, over... and weather together radio. Oh, Bay Area's best traffic coverage. Yeah. Kim McAllister, KGL Radio you know, it's News. funny you point that out because I Any did, excuse I did news for, for much longer than I did traffic. But yeah, so the... Um, the hearing takes a uh, takes a beating with all this sound as a matter of fact noise induced hearing loss is very common for many people debilitating it is a major cause of hearing loss and one in every five people around the world suffers from it that's a lot of people uh there's an otolaryngologist from the university of pittsburgh i can say it in spanish too you want to hear it a ccc Otorrina laryngologia. Ay, 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 ay. You're welcome. Uh, he says hearing loss is especially noise-induced hearing loss is very common, um, but its biological mechanism isn't fully understood. But now there might be some better understanding. Zinc is an essential nutrient for living things, helping the immune system, our metabolism, our sense of taste and smell. Zinc even helps wounds heal. 90% of the zinc in the human body is bound to proteins to help them keep their structure. 10% is considered free zinc. It's not tied to proteins. It's stored in tiny vesicles inside of cells. And dysregulation zinc can cause problems at the cellular level, including playing a role in hearing loss and loud mm. noises that um that do damage to the inner ear so they did this study of mice and they uh had some mice exposed to loud sounds and they found a robust release of zinc into the space between cells occurred oh, the extra zinc eventually damaged the cells and disrupted normal communication between them then they administered a slow-releasing compound that trapped excess free zinc in two ways. They did it through the mouse's inner ear, and then they did it through the abdomen. And the mice that were treated with that compound were less prone to hearing loss and were protected from noise-induced damage. So scientists have created a zinc trap, and they're developing this still And they're trying to do preclinical safety studies with the eventual goal of making it an over-the-counter option to protect from hearing loss. It works in one of two ways. Prevention. So you could um, uh, 
you could use the zinc in a way to prevent hearing loss or like you could take it before and so trap the zinc before so if you know you're going to a concert or you're going to mow the lawn you're going to be somewhere where hearing is loud then you would take it beforehand right um or they think maybe that you could after the fact if you suffered from hearing you know a loud noise or something you could take it after the fact and it would uh, also have an effect so we'll see if this works but i'm a little excited about it because that would help me yeah that's good for yeah. you yeah. yeah so you'll have a kiwi you'll be eating a kiwi and you uh my kiwis and my zinc and your zinc um <laughs> yeah but uh, back uh, to the kiwi just uh for a second here yeah um somebody was asking about um kiwis it was gordon Mm. Um, Gordon, um, was asking if they have, um, antioxidants and they oh. do, uh-huh. they do, they have choline, lutein, and uh, zeaxanthin, mm-hmm. uh, vitamin C. So antioxidants, fiber, and vitamin C. So uh, a lot of good stuff and they're tasty and they're, they're nice, right? They're sweet. Yeah. yeah I would go for it. Are yeah. we ready? We are ready. Let's do it. It is Thursday trivia. Today's the category, category is... is the human body. Mm-hmm. I was going to give out the category earlier, but then I figured, you know, we want to discourage Googling. Because yeah. I know some people, I, I don't know, you'd have to be a, like a crazy Googler to like yeah. anticipate what we're going to well, say. Well, it takes all the I, fun out of it. You want to know if you really know the answer or not, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, okay. So first question, you want to go, you want to start? I'll start. This was your idea. Yeah. Good idea. Thumbs. <laughs> the question is, a human's thumb is as long as his or her nose. Is it true or is it false? So the length of the thumb from the base Everyone there... quickly put your thumb on your nose and see if it's the same length. Oh, well, I'm, just <laughs> I'm totally doing that. that right now. Um, I mean, uh, mine's a little longer. My thumb's a little Take longer. Take the thumb picture down so I can see you yeah. doing it. I think I'm a little... I think it's. it feels like it's a little longer. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's up by my brow. So where yeah. we cu- where's the cutoff here? Where does your thumb? Where does your nose start? Feel where your nose starts. Well, as curves from your brow. It's kind of high up. It starts. Oh, well, you're talking about the top of your nose or the base of your nose? Yeah. We need more nose. details, Kim. The whole nose. Anybody just tuning in right now has no <laughs> idea where we're doing. But you know, it's going to like here. So I don't know. My my thumbs. I got long thumbs. Okay, so a human thumb says false. is say as false. long as his or her nose. Is it true or is it false? I think we're going to John's are going to false. Okay. Dieter says her th- uh, thumb is way longer. Yeah. Mine, mm. Mine's longer. Uh, the Heather's answer false, is false. true. Uh, your thumb is the same length as your nose. No, but they say your nose keeps growing throughout your life and your ears. Your ears and your mm. nose keep growing. Maybe the older your thumb you get. Too. So when I put my thumb up here, like right at the edge of my brow, right where I can feel my nose start. Then my like nose in the rests in the the crook of my th- my thumb. Yeah, my nose rests right there. Mine is as long mine as my. Though. Yeah. Well, something's wrong with your face. You need to p- problems with symmetrical problems. That's not symmetry. <laughs> I don't know. You need to Google symmetry. <laughs> I was yes, trying to support the, you today, but I don't know. I might have to retract my support. The answer is true. Your nose is as long as your thumb. Yeah, I'm going to have to see the studies. You need to set your sources, Kim. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, my question. Don't, don't ask questions. It, well, it's a trivia question. That's yeah. the whole idea. Um, the average person has how many? I know you're going to be like different because you're special. The average person <laughs> has how many sweat glands? Average oh. person. Well, you sweat from everywhere. I don't know how big a gland is. Is it like... Are they? Is it surface? Yeah, well, yeah they're on thumb. your, they're in your, <laughs> they're on your skin. Uh, Where else are you getting sweat from, Kim? No, like, do they mean like, <laughs> oh, I have one in my armpit, or do you mean like there's a million in my armpit, that type of thing? Do they want yeah, to know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's more than which... one sweat gland in your armpit. So okay, how many so total wanna... for your whole body? The oh, average. A million. Mm, you're on your way. Okay. Gordon saying millions. Mm-hmm. Um. Sandy saying two. She's thinking one in your left armpit sweat area and one in your right armpit. You don't sweat anywhere else. You don't sweat on your skin. Yeah. Trevor Starr saying 11,780, <laughs> which is uh, 11 more than we have currently. No. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
Has anyone got it? It's in the millions. No one's going to guess that number. Well, people are saying two, so I didn't know if they meant two million. If you mean two million, then you win. If you didn't mean two million. um, Although Gordon did say millions, so I think he gets it. Okay. I'll give the credit to Gordon. So here's the question for you. Cells related to blank divide remarkably faster than other cells in the body. Is it cells related to eyesight or cells related to hair? that divide, divide remarkably faster than other cells in the body. Ooh, I feel like this is going to be a trick question. Dieter says, wait until you have a hot flash, then you'll know. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I wanted to say hair because hair grows pretty fast, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is going to be a trick question because your eyes are kind of on top of everything, right? Your eyes, mm-hmm. like you think about how, how, how much your eyes have to put up with. Your eyes also heal very quickly. Yeah, and you don't want to touch your eye. I feel like there's a lot going on there. I I think it's going to be eyes. I think the eyes have it. Anybody else have a different answer? Uh, Lori and Kay are guessing hair. Mama Mm -hmm. hair, Wes hair. Well, Lori and Kay are correct. The living part of the hair is the very bottom part surrounding the papillae called the bulb the cells of the bulb divide every 23 to 72 hours remarkably faster than any other cell in the human body i know the hair grows fast because like look at my beard um but i thought it was going to be a trick question like the Mm -hmm. eyes like you don't notice but they uh you know regenerate quickly or something like that Mm -hmm. because i noticed that when i hurt my eye or like when archie archie hit me in the face one time and Ah. luckily i keep his his claws Mm -hmm. his daggers trimmed he came up from behind me and swatted me from behind, and ah. it was direct contact to my eye. Um, the pain is intense, but it goes away relatively quickly. Yeah. So that's why I, you know that's why I was thinking that. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Are we still there? Yeah. yeah. I dropped out there for a second. Um, what was the first organic, Ms. Organic? This question is for you. What was the first organic substance to be synthesized independently of any living organism? Insulin. No. Good, good, uh, good uh, guess. Uh, a virus. No. What was the first organic substance to be synthesized independently of any living organism? Oh. Hmm. Think of. I'll give you a clue. The sights and scents of San Francisco. The sights and scents of San Francisco. Something pungent. Donna's got it. Urea. Urea. Oh. Urea. Interesting. All right. Yeah. So this question is about the bones in the human body. The smallest bones in the human body are found... Hold on. I was trying to put bones up to show you guys. I know. The smallest bones in the human body are found in the... You got to ask the question faster because everyone's answering. (laughs) Feet, ears, fingers, or knees? Uh, Let's see. I think the answer is ear, right? And I think Deidre had it first. Ear? Yeah. The smallest bones in the human body are found in the ears. There are three teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny bones that are all found in your middle ear named the malleus, the incus, and the stapes. Deidre is quick on the buzzer. I feel like she'd be good on Jeopardy. Yeah, she would. (laughs) She's going to blow us away. A lot of people got it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, What is the name of the structures in the intestine that create surface area. What is the name of the structures in the intestine that increase surface area? No idea. Wow. Mm-hmm. Let's see if anybody gets it. Oh, Heather's got it. The villi? Villi. Is it mm. villi? I know. I know. One is villus, like, like Milli Vanilli. Yeah, it would be Villi, right? Villi, Villi, or Villi. Heather, rock on, man. Good job. Maybe Heather knows since she's so close. I think it's Villi. It looks like it would be pronounced Villi. It doesn't really matter. This uh, one might it, be too easy. Let it go, John. I'm gonna go back to the um, skeleton picture. Is it 
True or false? Humans get an entirely new skeleton every 12 years. True or false? Entirely new skeleton? Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't think so. Entire? Mm-hmm. Whole thing. Fresh. I still have I still have the bump on the side of my head. Oh. Which my uh, hairstylist points out every single time she cuts my hair. Yikes. Um, unless it's growing back in the exact same way. Yeah. You know, where the bones grow back together on your head. Um, I'm saying false. The answer is... Oh, look at We got a lot of falses. False, false, false. F, even Lori says false, 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 false. All the falses. Wow. Not even one true in the group. Well... Well, because people lose bone density, so I don't, I don't think that's a thing. Uh, according to this medical website, the answer is true. Every medical tw- website. Define medical website. <laughs> <laughs> Every 12 years, humans have an entirely new skeleton due to the body's continual replacement of its bone cells. Then how, they, if people lose bone mass as they get older and it becomes a problem, you have, you know, osteoporosis and all those issues. Then Well, it doesn't say that your bones can't change or, you know. So it's that, just regrowing. You're losing bone matter, but it's only it's only regenerating some of it, not all of it. I don't know how that works. Don't yeah. ask questions. I asked. I waited till after. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, okay, you can keep this up for a second, although this is bigger than a baby. Um, how many bones do babies have when they're born? Uh, two hundred and seventy-six. Close. Mm. Close. Anybody know? How many bones do babies have when they're born? Wes says none. Mama (laughs) says 206. Trevor says 11,780. I see what you did there. Uh, John says uh, 666. Uh, William's saying stay at home and get baked, 420. Um, You overshot it a little bit. BA Ware is very close with 295. Alnonymous is very close. Oh, Gordon actually got it. Gordon got it. 300. Congratulations, Gordon. All right. Let's talk a little bit about calcium. Oh, I guess we can keep the bones up. They got more bones. I'll put this one up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Calcium crystals are a normal part of what body region? Gouty joints, the ears, the nasal cavity, or the spine? Calcium crystals are a normal part of what body region? Gouty joints, Ears, nasal cavity, spine. Wow, these are tough. Can you repeat it one more time? Calcium crystals are a normal part of what body region? Gouty joints, ears, the nasal cavity, or the spine? Since it doesn't sound like it would be pleasant, I'm going to say gout. Mm, That's what I would have gone with, too. That's not right. Of course not. (laughs) Who knew this is not my category? Can you look for the winner? Well, I'll read you the answer. The answer is the ears. A a layer of very fine calcium crystals is among the structures in the inner ear that that help to regulate balance. Balance is a choreographed arrangement that takes sensory information from a variety of organs and integrates it to tell the body where it is in relation to gravity. I almost said ears, but I dismissed it and I thought it it was something Mm. else in the ears. It's ears. Yep. Okay, so we can get rid of the bones here. Uh, What term... What is the term to describe a lower than normal level of blood sugar? And I think you're going to get this because you worked in an ER. What is the term to describe a lower than normal level of blood sugar? And I know someone in the chat's going to get it. Maybe Hypo- it'll be hypoglycemic. Yes, or hypoglycemia. Very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was was it Heather? Heather got it first. Everyone Heather, in the chat is like on Heather fire today. Heather kicked my my butt. Yeah, uh, maybe mm-hmm. that's because your blood sugar is not high enough. Mm. How many taste buds are on your tongue? Oh, it's a lot. I'm going to say like something like 2,000. You're woefully inadequate. Wow. Wow, Kim. Is that a drop? (laughs) (laughs) That should be a drop. How many taste buds are on your tongue? 
Uh, Heather's saying 80,000, 85. Uh, That's pretty good. Oh. That might be the closest that we Walter get. Walter says 30,000. Trevor says 11,780. <laughs> Gordon's saying 1 million. All right, I'll give you guys the answer. The answer uh, is 9,000. Oh, 9,000. There are 9,000 taste buds on the tongue. I knew it was a lot. But we lose a lot of these taste buds as we age. So 9,000, like when you're good to go. But as you get a little older. So maybe you have 2,000, Kim. Maybe I have how many? 2,000, the number I guess. Uh, I like this diagram. It reminds me of elementary school. Like yeah. they're supposed to circle it and like connect or do something. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not doing that well today. A little That's all right. And I knew the category I could have studied. I didn't mm. study for the test. Okay. Um, let's see. Next up, what's the name of the flap of muscle that prevents food from going down the windpipe when we swallow? Epiglottis. Or maybe I'm just asking questions that are too easy. Mm. Go the word that. pain is rooted in a Latin word that means punishment, true or false. Can you repeat the question? The word pain is rooted in a Latin word that means punishment, true or false. I think it's rooted in this segment, really. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say true. It is true. The word pain comes from the Latin word poena, that means punishment or penalty. And And it looks like Gordon got it. Congratulations. Gordon's on fire today. Okay. What is the membrane that surrounds the brain and spinal cord? Insane in the membrane. What is the name of the membrane that surrounds the brain and spinal cord? Uh, I should know this one. Yeah, you should, but I'm going to be very happy if I stump you. Epa something? Um, Mm. Epa wrong. Epa no. <laughs> yeah. Heather. Meninges. Oh, Meninges. look at her go. She's on yeah. fire. Uh, Lori also got it. Um, There are about blank human 9, beings 000. in the world right now. Yeah. Um, I'll give you the numbers. 100 okay. million. <laughs> 331 million. 700 million. 1 billion. Those are the only numbers? Those are the only numbers provided. Humans. Humans. Human on beings. Earth. On Earth. Um, it's got to be the billion, but I thought it was way more. Mm. Uh, anybody with an answer? Anybody that we would like to pop in and play the game? Let's see. Yeah, that number is way too low. Mm. It's way too low. Well, it's nine billion. Because it used to be, it used to be five billion. billion. 900 billion trillions. It's like, yeah, I think William's closer. It's like 8 billion. 8 billion. billion. The only billion you gave as an option was 1 billion, right? According to, I said 1 billion. uh, Yeah. But But that was the only billion option you gave, right? mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I said that, that, I'm sorry. Let me just, India is 1.4 billion. Let me me just backtrack. Do you need this to apologize? Is, I do. To the I need to community? apologize to the entire China trivia has 1. community. China's 1.4 billion. You think that all I have to do is ask the question, and I, I I asked it wrong. There are about blank number of us in the United States right now. Oh Jesus Christ, Kim! Details, details, details. Can you give the the uh, answers again? The options. It's a billion. No. Seven hundred million. No. 331 million. Yes. Yes. According to the United States population clock, uh, as of April 20th of 2020, <laughs> the U.S. Census Bureau says there are 331,449,281 people in America right yeah. now. Not really a question about the human body, but um, I'm glad that I got it. Or at least it's, I knew that that was way wrong. Well, it's about how many bodies are in the world. Well... Yeah, but I mean, it's not really about the human body. But John Watson's saying it went up another 100 million since you asked the question. Ah, oh, everyone's a critic. Well, you, if you're going to do trivia, you got to get it like as a major error. Can you imagine? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lady it. Beatrice with $5. Thank you. I'm going to go with 700 bills. But that's just me, especially <laughs> since people are always being born. Thank you, the Thank Lady you, Beatrice. Thank you, Lady Beatrice. 
I curtsy in your general direction. Okay. Um, which gland produces melatonin? Skin. Oh. Gland. Uh, which gland produces melatonin? Mm. Pituitary? No, that's a good guess. <clears throat> Finally, you're getting some of these wrong. <laughs> melatonin. It's not pituitary. But that's close. It's not thyroid. Hmm. This is why you got to be careful about the taking the melatonin pills. You got to be very careful. You don't want to be on them long term and uh, Google the hell out of it before you uh, take it on a regular basis. I don't know the answer. You know what? Who who does? Pineal Heather gland. and also I, I think actually Alnonymous got it first. Oh, you guys. Heather and Alnonymous got it. Pineal gland. This is like the smart crowd. Yeah. Um, what is the body's main energy storage organ? The wait, repeat that. What is the body's main energy storage organ? Organ. Organ. O R G A N. Okay. I thought you were gonna say part of the. I thought you were gonna say part of the. Uh, <laughs> Part of the cell, which would have been the mitochondria, right? Oh. Um, right. Organ. Let's see. Which is uh, the Gordon, is, Gordon guessed fat. Mm. No? No. Good hmm. guess, though, Gordon. Yeah, I guess. Like does, is fat considered an organ? No. A well, skin other people is, are though, guessing. But it's not skin. What is yeah. the body's main energy storage organ? Mm. Fat plays such an active role in our body's functioning that it is considered an organ. Really? Well, Google Heather it. got it. Lori <laughs> got it. Really? That's interesting. I did it not know that. It is the liver. Uh, who else got it? I think of yeah. the liver as like a Good job, filter. Lori. Good job, Heather. Woohoo! You know, you think of the liver as a filter. Yeah. I think of it as a... I guess it's everything's transiting through there, so it's kind of stored up like a battery, yeah. maybe. Um, I need to learn more about the medicine uh, in the body. And let's see, there's different kinds of intelligence too. So it's like you know, it's never too late to go to med school. My surgeon, when my appendix burst, actually suggested that I go to med school because I was asking really good questions. Mm. Aren't you? But smart? I waited until after the presentation, <laughs> until after the surgery, before I asked the questions. Uh. <laughs> um. Okay. Over which organ of the body do the adrenal glands lie? Over which organ of the body do the adrenal glands lie? Mm. Over which organ of the body? Mm-hmm. Wow. The Heather, windpipe? do you have like a medical, do you have a medical oh, job? Are you in the no, Heather, are you in the medical field? She's really smart. She went to really good schools. Yeah, but I mean, that's really impressive. <laughs> her parents paid a lot for her education, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, William got it. Oh, good job. Unless William, unless you were guessing about the power source. Yeah, um, that, that was a while ago. Are we almost done? Or we'll can give I... you credit anyway. Oh, are you bored? No, no, no. I just I have two more. time. Okay, I'll ask this one. Which gas is responsible for making our voice box vibrate when we speak? <laughs> I wanted to say hot air because I work with a lot of talk show hosts. What gas? I'm is responsible for making our voice box vibrate when we speak? I'm going to say nitrogen. because You I, are correct. I, that yeah, is right. I'm like it couldn't be oxygen there. Okay, yeah. there Finally, mm -hmm. I'm on a roll. Because it's the okay. air that's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Who else got it? Uh, looks like uh, Lori. Right along. And Walter says helium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, True. Okay. Um, which which organ of the body secretes insulin? You mentioned insulin. Pancreas. Earlier. Very good. Yeah. Uh, what is the body's main blood protein responsible for clotting? Oh, I oh, I feel like I know this because I uh, I wouldn't have known this one. Um, come on, Heather, rocket, rocket, protein. come on, Lori. Where's God. Deidre? Heather's saying fibrin. Um, Heather is correct. It is. Yeah, fibrin. I didn't know it, but I thought I, but I thought I yep. knew it. Lori's and like, you never yeah, want to have false confidence, Kim. Never have yeah. a false confidence. It is. It's fibrin. Heather's on it. Yeah. 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 Very nice. Okay, I have one last question. 
Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. What is the white part of the eye called? Oh, oh, Heather got it first. What is it? The sclera. And Lori got it. And then Deidre with the white part. And Walter was so close. Plura. Very good. Very good. You guys know your medical questions do we have any more or should i ask another or no that's it you can go last one which part of the brain controls vital functions like breathing and heart rate which part of the brain controls vital functions like breathing and heart rate i feel like it's got to be like part of the basic part of the brain Lori's guessing stem, and I think she's right. That's not what the. I mean, this might be the stem, but this is not what it's called. They're in not the calling answer. it the stem. What are they? What are they using? Yeah. What you want me to saying? give you the answer? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Whoever said this got it. It's oh, the okay. medulla oblongata. Medulla. Is what it is. Did somebody oblongata. else get that earlier, and I didn't see? If yeah, so, uh, my bad, and I'm sorry. Medulla oblongata. Medulla. It sounds like the macarena. Medulla oblongata. <laughs> the medulla oblongata, or simply medulla, is a long stem-like structure, which oh. makes up the lower part of the brainstem. Whoever oh, it said is the brainstem. stem. Yeah. Stem. So John said stem, and uh, but first it was uh, it was Lori. Awesome. Yeah, we have right a smart on, you guys. audience, and that con- thus concludes Trivia Thursday. We went long with it because we we're interested. So I hope you guys were too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. I have I enjoyed myself enjoyed immensely today. And, Despite uh, the beating I've taken at every turn, hey, I, I have enjoyed too. it all. It always goes to show that there's plenty to learn uh, if you're interested in it. And be a lifelong learner. Why not? We want to thank our new contributor, Lisa N., uh, who went to a lot of trouble to try to figure out how to contribute. Yay, so thank you, Lisa thank you, N. Lisa. Uh, and ongoing contributors, Laura W., Sarah K., and Flo G. And who Ooh, are our super stickers thank today? Thank you so much. Uh, Wes with a $5 super sticker. And we have Anonymous slapping down five bones. Thank you for existing. Louise with $5. And afternoons are more fun with you too, my friend. The Lady Beatrice, uh, thank you for the $5 super sticker. And thank you guys for being here and playing with us this afternoon on Trivia. We will see you tomorrow. Lots of fun stories lined up for you on your uh, your Friday edition of the After Party Live. But until then, have a great afternoon. Yeah, and I'll see you on evening. Friday Fabulous Florida Woo-hoo. on the Mark Thompson Show. Have a great see afternoon. Bye, you guys. Bye, we'll Kim. see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.